I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a DD podcast where there are no small roles and endless political rallies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by the City Slickers. So say hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Try and say that three times very fast. City Slickers. City Slickers. City Slickers. City Slickers. It gets strange. Now, I'm sure you all want to hear what Prevost has to say. So let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, their chance of success or rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So Deciding to send Ruana after the Fey Thieves, you continued on to Forlos Vale, arriving in the metropolis the following day. After speaking with a local guardsman, you paid for lodgings and stable space at Feather's Pillow, treating yourself to some garlic bread for lunch. (laughs) Enkidu dipped outside to speak with a local pickpocket who informed him that their six-sided friends were in town, if he wished to be introduced. Travelling through the city, you passed the Arcanist's Consortium and the Lord's Assembly to reach City Hall, where a clerk got you up to speed with the political ongoings of the city, and gave you a map of the districts. During this, Enkidu spoke with Gilgamesh, 
and suggested a plan to remove Berrien from the board whilst perhaps placing the blame on Prevost. <laughs> you decided to head to Mildok in hopes of hearing Time and Prevost speak and found a growing crowd of curious locals and supporters. As you positioned yourself in the crowd, a group of nobles emerged to gather around a platform. Amongst them was Kasula. <laughs> and before you had a chance to approach, Timon Prevost took the stage. So, my first question. Gwendolyn, what does Kasula look like? <gasps> okay, she's a tall elven woman with beautiful thick black hair, olive complexion. Imagine a tall Penelope Cruz. She is stunning and stern looking. That strict headmistress that you respect but you would not want to get on the wrong side of. Mm-hmm. Hair in a bun? Oh, yeah, she means business. And atop her head is a sensibly sized and tasteful hat, most likely kept in place with very sharp hat pins. She wears gloves and holds a fan and her dress her outfit is you know it's got clean lines a very smart feminine kind of puts you in the mind of Gwendolyn's style but um more grown up almost like more muted tones more muted colors so she wouldn't really stand out in a crowd Hmm. and looking at her you certainly wouldn't realize that she is a badass elite fighter Hmm. Yeah, and especially seeing her emerge with a, a small group of other sort of noble-looking types. She doesn't look like she's ready for a fight. She looks like she's there as representing some kind of wealth, like especially stood amongst them. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't have picked her out in any way had it not been for the fact that you know her very well. Yes. I th- As soon as Gwen... Like, does she clock... Does Kasula clock Gwendolyn? Because Gwendolyn's going to kind of like quickly try and like pull down the brim of her hat and kind of try to make sure that she's um, no from the way that you guys have positioned yourself in the crowd Kasula, or at least outwardly she hasn't seemed to have registered you mm-hmm. as far as you can tell Gwendolyn will kind of nudge Juna and point in Juna's the, gonna in hold her hand but she's gonna point tight. in the direction so you know that Kasula is there because you might not have seen in case you haven't oh, seen her yeah when she sees Kasula, Juna's gonna like hold Gwen's hand Mm-hmm. Like, lovingly tight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, whilst the two of you are very aware of Kasula being there, Enkidu, for you, this is very strange. Because Time on Prevos could very well be the twin of Gilgamesh. Fucking hell. Gosh. Yes. Same same skin tone, sort of hair not as long as Gilgamesh's. Like they've got theirs cropped back down the sides, slicked down the top. Jawline perhaps a little bit softer, but same eyes, same nose, same lips. Even even their shoulder frame, like it could be Gilgamesh. Oh fucking hell! Uh, okay. Um, and he steps up onto the stage. Can I, as he's sort of approaching the microphone, cast detect thoughts? <laughs> is there a microphone? There is a microphone there, but... Sorry, you left forward up to your microphone. Let me retcon. Who's casting the thaumaturgy? Are you ready Red to rock? <laughs> he, he is a podcaster, like so, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, we'll have a microphone. <laughs> yeah, Adam Partridge takes this thing up. Okay. Right. As he steps forward to talk, like, once Juna's computed Kasula's up there I would like to cast detect thoughts 
so that I can just hear what he's thinking in the moments before he addresses the crowd. I think mm-hmm. That would give me mm-hmm. some detailed insight into. Yeah, as as he's kind of stood there, and obviously the crowd uh, does launch into a cheer for him, a small round of applause. As he's looking at them, he it's quite a calm thought process. Mm-hmm. It, he is kind of just surveying the crowd, trying to see whether or not it's a similar size or or perhaps slightly smaller than it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thoughts. But he's he's quite happy with what he's seeing. You get the impression. So sort of he's mm-hmm. he's looking at looking at. The people going, okay, I yeah, know these are these are people on my side. These, these are my people, and there is like yeah, a sense of pride as he's looking over them as well. Mm-hmm. Not in an arrogant way, you wouldn't say either, but he sort of holds up a hand, and the the the, the crowd quiets down a little bit, a little bit, not much. <laughs> but he says, "Friends, thank you once again for your support. You humble me. You truly do." But this is not about me. This is about the divide in our country between the ruling elite and the people whose voices go unheard. And a, again, another cheer from the crowd. I think Judah can't help herself going, way! <laughs> <laughs> they say, and he kind of points in a direction roughly towards the Lord's Assembly. They say that they speak on your behalf, that the laws that they write are to benefit you. But all I see is a system that lines their pockets while keeping you in line, silenced, and obedient. You have no say in the choices made. In fact, you have no say in your own innocence. This very month, a housekeeper was hanged for the sins of her masters. The crimes of the Vondells tied that noose, and their (gasps) servant was punished for it. Oh my oh god. No. I fucking knew it. Oh. I say enough. They cannot ignore you any longer. I will not allow it. The Lord's Assembly may block their ears to our roar, but I am the son of King Herish Tutharan, and I will be heard. With you at my back, I intend to march to Mervai, stride into the royal palace, and claim... My and Kasula is running forwards and she pulls Timon back there is a whistling sound a flash of smoke somewhere in amongst the crowd you hear the words Fabarian and Kasula is hit ah! with an explosion <gasps> oh my gosh <sighs> can you all make dexterity saving throws please what the heck? Shit, shit. Ah! I fucking knew it ah! oh no oh no, oh, no! terrible uh, terrible very okay. bad uh, okay very bad I just wanted to see how he was going to solve the deficit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How's he going to balance the budget? <laughs> Dexterity. Yeah, not great. A 15. 15? 15 as well. I see your 15s and raise you a 15. <laughs> Do we all get 15? So yep. uh, you've got a beat 14. Yay! Okay. Uh, 11. Oh. 11? Oh. Yeah. I got 8. 8. Ooh. So um, with the, the flash of smoke and the explosion from the stage... Enkidu and Gaius will say that you were stood in front of the others and you just get knocked back along with a whole group of other people in the front of the crowd just knocked to the floor luckily Juna, Orin, Carhilda uh, you kind of all take the brunt fall into some people behind you but stay on your feet Gwendolyn is uh, if she's on her feet she's running to go and try and see what's happened to Kasula. like she needs to like 
get her out of the room. Whatever she's yeah, I'm she's gonna running. follow you, Gwen. Absolutely. Wherever um, you are going, I am going. Can we roll initiative then? like five minutes into the episode oh, <laughs> we just yes. heard the whole speech you wrote <laughs> I didn't write much more than that let's be honest yeah. <laughs> it's so long since we've had a fight I was like where's my initiative on my, on my shit yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh I don't actually know the last time I was an initiative <laughs> I don't know about these new dice I really, I really don't know about them You just, they, they just need to get used to you yeah mm-hmm. sleep with them under your pillow I'm not feeling the luck so far the what I've noticed Jasper did when we played mm-hmm. is that he'd roll a bunch of d20s and be like no 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> obviously whatever rolled the highest room at that time was the one he used I've only, I've only got two here so there's a, I'm limited on my choice so uh, 25 to 20 non-natural 20 oh well 20 to 15 16 16 16 oh who's got the higher decks three, three. Oh. <laughs> I've got 18 so I'm going second so it's a race for third. Oh, my dexterity is 17. So. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, mine's 16. Um, and then, Orin, what did you get? 11. 11 for Orin. Here he goes. Cool. Actually, that works out very well for me. Oh, no. Don't say that. Chance no. For you. No, no, when, no, no. I just need competition. In organising. <laughs> in organising things. So, Gwendolyn, what are you doing? I am... Well, okay. If I use my full movement... Yeah. There are currently a lot of people on the floor in front of you okay clearly people have like banged their heads the uh, the initial uh, explosion has sort of grazed them a bit nobody seems dead or dying there's only little bits of bruising and cuts and scrapes and little bits of blood but everybody largely seems alive okay can i spend a key point to step of the wind to get to kasula as well if like they're in the way absolutely yeah okay so yeah you do you leap straight over uh, <laughs> all of the people that are lying on the floor <laughs> The, the front of the platform has completely shattered. Kasula is lying in amongst, like, the broken wood. Uh, you can see Taimon, like, sort of pulling himself up from the bottom of the steps on the stones behind her, uh, sort of edging himself forward. But he clearly was also caught in the explosion. Oh, my gosh. Wow. As you get there, she looks hurt, very quite badly hurt. But she is breathing. And she is blinking her eye. She's she's conscious. Okay, so I've travelled. I've used Step of the Wind. Yep. I'm going to use my action to give Kasula my healing potion that I have. Amazing. Yeah, roll roll for it. How much okay. how much are you healing her? Oh gosh, I've never done that before. Uh, uh-huh. What's a, how much is a healing potion? Two d four plus two, I think. There you go. Six points of healing. Six points. Mm. Um, it's something. Um, and as you sort of like force feed her this. <laughs> This, this healing potion she kind of like coughs it a little bit and like reaches down and just like pulls a couple of the arrows that are stuck in her chest out oh, um, but just that little bit of healing you can see that like basically you realise that she's done that because you've given her the healing potion okay. so like you know you can see that like the wounds are starting to seal quite quickly she looks very confused and she's just like Gwen just rest uh, she's gonna use uh, Gwendolyn's gonna shield her with her body and uh, mm. kind of like so shielding her and then looking out to see if there's any more danger on the way yeah she kind of nods and she goes coughing through the, the healing potion and the blood she goes rooftop opposite okay uh, so can I use a free action to shout to my friends and be like rooftop that way yeah thank you um, so Gaius it's your turn you are on the ground oh yeah and he'll like try and get up best he can um, onto one knee and then um, hear Gwendolyn just say that and look I'm pointing 
in that direction. <laughs> uh, yeah, make a. I'll say it's a bonus action if you want to make a, a perception check. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, that is <laughs> um, a, a nineteen. A nineteen. Oh yeah, you spot him. Hidden in amongst uh, a tower, not close. I would say. You look at the rooftop opposite, and beyond the rooftop you see a tower probably about 200 feet away from where you are and nestled in amongst a window right at the top of this tower you just see someone like pulling back an arrow right on their longbow oh wow sort of they're they're like settled in but like they're they're pulling it out and they're like just scanning the crowd trying to get a good spot um how many feet is that how far away is that to about 200 feet from where you are god damn it um okay i will relay to the to, to my companions and say Gwendolyn, do I go after him or do I help you? What do I do? Get him! Fuck! Um, And then he will just go, I really don't like the idea of this! And then he will just start um, playing um, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do and then um, at that point he will go and disappear and go and reappear right behind the guy in the tower. What was that? Dimension door! Motherfucker! Ah, I'm in the room with him! Ah! <laughs> okay. Amazing. Yes! yes! That's cool. In which case, Enkidu, it's your turn. Um, <laughs> I get. I have to get up. I got knocked over. Um, uh, and I see that guy is gone. And I'm like, damn it! I need. I need to get that guy. Um, who? Who's? Who's next to me? Uh, Orin and Juno still are, and a crowd of people. Some of whom are lying on the floor. Right. Um, I touch Orin's shoulder. I'm like, uh, it's up to you, but I'm going after him. And I'm casting fly. Yeah. So Orin can fly. Um, okay. But I fly as far as I can go, which is 60 feet mm-hmm. flying in that direction. And can I see him if I fly in the general direction? Yeah. I'll say, um, especially with Gaius's uh, dimension door, yeah. as you sort of fly up, Everybody's pointing in the same direction. You launch yourself into the air, and just from the top of a tower, you see a glow and a puff of smoke, and Gaius appearing behind someone. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, is fly an action or a bonus action? Casting the spell is an action. Yeah. 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 yeah it is. That's fine. Um, can you dash when you fly? Yeah. I can dash flight, but then that's my whole turn. I, yeah. Like, I can't yeah, like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's my action. Oh, of course. Um, it and is. bonus action gone. Um, but that's that's your action, isn't it, to dash anyway? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I can't fly and dash this turn. But I will bonus action. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not within range, am I? To hexblade curse, it's thirty, it's thirty feet. Yeah, no, you've still got 140 feet to go. Fuck. To get to him. Oh yikes! I can't do anything. Eldritch blast could easily get him <laughs> from here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I'm just flying. Towards. Heading that way. Heading that way. Amazing. Juna, it's your turn. Uh, Juna is going to turn to Gwen and say, do you want me to stay here with Kasula or fly up? You're still uh, far away because I You've got to get through ran. the crowd first. Oh, of course, of course. You uh, can shout uh, that across the crowd, though. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you want me over there, Gwen, or should I follow him? Come and heal her. Then Juna is going to do that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Juna was also going to fly, so when you touched Dorian, I was really relieved. Because um, <laughs> I was like, I can also... Yeah. So yeah, how far away are you, Gwen? So she's she's actually not too far. She's about 30 feet. But the trouble is, is the amount of people in the way. So you do still have to use a dash to overcome the obstacles, basically. Okay. In that case, I will dash to Gwen. Then I'm going to use 
I think it's two sorcery points to cast Cure Wounds as Quickened Spell, so it becomes a bonus action. Nice. Um, And I'm... How bad does Kasula look? Kasula, you get the impression that if... If the arrows had just been slightly different, she could have been dead. She does not look good. (laughs) But, like I say, she is conscious. She is, like... She's being healed a little bit. She's like there, ready to go. But she is not, yeah, she's not in fighting form. Cool. I will cast Cure Wounds at third level then, hmm. which means it's 3d8. 14 plus. Is it my spell attack bonus or spell, it's spell casting ability for this, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What number did I just say? 14. 18 points of hit points back for Kasula. Amazing. Nice. Good stuff. Vicky gets back in touch with her sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like, especially from that, you can see that, like, the wounds themselves are, like, closing up much faster. Um, and she's trying to start, like, push herself up onto her feet. Oren, it's your turn. Can I just have a quick look over towards the platform? Mm-hmm. How's Timon doing? Just out of curiosity. Timon looks okay. He looks as bad as anyone that was in the front row of the crowd. Okay. But where Kasula had run forward and yanked him out of the way, she took the hit. Cool. Cool. Okay. I am then just going to, taking um, Enkidu's words that I can now fly, Orin is going <laughs> to blast off into the <laughs> into the sky. Yeah. I'm going to use my full movement and a dash, uh, which I like to imagine, as Orin has never done this before, is some sort of completely out of control looking <laughs> just like... <laughs> Flinging around the sky in the in the direction. I like to imagine that it's like Iron Man one, and he's just got into the suit. That it's kind of like yeah. flailing and like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It's yeah. flying, sure, but flying. <laughs> he's not quite sure how it's working, <laughs> what he's meant to do, and it's just like he's probably upside down by the time he's done his full range of movement. And Amazing, looking not in control, but yeah, I'll just move and dash, and that's that's me done. Cool. So that's 120 feet uh, 120 toward feet. the tower. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, in which case, it's uh, their turn. And the first thing that happens is that there are four more smoke bombs that go off in the crowd. And Juna and Gwendolyn sort of arriving next to you in a puff of smoke is a hooded figure, mask up around across their face, through their um, sort of the, the small gap that you can see of their eyes it's kind of a quite a yellowish skin and like sort of these bright blue eyes piercing through from them and she kind of looks quite interested and curious at the fact that you're all stood there and just gives a little giggle and then like bamps off again toward an alleyway then up in the tower as, as she's doing that can we like perception check that or like or is that not something we can do in the middle of a battle uh, you can do a reaction if you've got anything because she, she does land quite near to you both bonk her on the head um, can you describe her again one more time for me David sorry just... yeah she's um she's got a like sort of grey clothing a hood up a mask across her face sort of like a like a cloth mask across her nose and mouth but quite yellowish skin sort of her forehead and her eyes with uh, with quite piercing blue eyes and she just appeared and then yeah. disappeared again giggled she giggled but there was uh, like a, a, a quick back and forth of smoke appearing throughout the crowd before she then lands on the stage and then teleports away again more of that smoke appearing what it's done is completely obscured almost everybody in the crowd 
Interesting. And she's not anyone we recognise or anything like that. No. I think, like, can Gwendolyn make a grab for her as a reaction? Um, you can, but she is teleporting away. So. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if she... No, yeah, I don't know whether or not it's... Um, even if you do manage to... Like, yeah, you leap for her. Yeah, I think that's what she would, like, as a reaction, she would go for her. Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And let's try and stop her, but... But, yeah, she's then teleported away, and she sort of... You do see where she lands, and it's at the start of an alleyway. Okay. Then up in the tower, the moment that you t- <laughs> you land in there, Gaius, yep. the guy spins around and just lets go of both arrows directly into your chest. <gasps> Motherfucker! Uh, Take it like a champ. Take it like a champ. You can do this. You're going to be okay. You're a big Uh, tough half elf. It is a 25 and a 29 to hit. Both hit. Both hit. They're not a disadvantage for being close range. Not for this guy, no. Oh! (laughs) Things he does. Archery. (laughs) Things he does very, very well. Hate these people. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. So that's uh, 19 points of piercing damage. Okay. And 14 points of necrotic damage. Um, Can you make a constitution saving throw? It's a 33 altogether. Yep. Constitution saving throw. Ooh, okay. 18. 18, okay. Um, You can feel with the way he's like shot both of these arrows, they're kind of like almost gone into either shoulder. And you just get the impression that he was almost trying to, uh, like, debilitate you in some way. But it hasn't quite worked. Cool. And then he is going to action surge and push past you. Mm. So he's just going to shove you. Can you make a athletics or acrobatics check to Uh, contest it? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, uh, I'll do um, acrobatics. Mm. Um, That's 24. Oh, no, you beat him. Yeah. So he shoves into you, tries to get around you, and it doesn't really work. It basically just ends up on the other side of you, but you're both where you were, basically. Great. <laughs> if he tried to move past you, do you get opportunity attack? Um, I'm going to say basically because he tried to shove Gaius, uh, and that didn't work. He's kind of had to stay stay within space, yeah, yeah. which is good. It means he's not running away, at least. But that's all he's going to do for the moment. Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. Everybody down at the platform. The group of nobles and Timon rush forward toward Kasula. Seem to be aggressive towards Gwendolyn and Juna, but Kasula's like, no, they're with me, they're with me. And so there's just lots of nodding and like suddenly the two of you and like the small group of nobles like just kind of get carried more towards the door that they all came out of. And you get the impression that you they're making an escape. Like they've picked Kasula up and they're just everybody's rushing away to get out of the out of the courtyard. But what about all the people in the courtyard? It is Gwendolyn's turn. Gwendolyn's gonna say, Juna, help who you can, and she is going to run and step of the wind after the hooded figure in the mask. Nice. Um, and yeah, you quite easily uh, reach them. Even having to like dart around members of the public, you you get there and you are right next to them. What are you gonna do? Um, I'm going to beat her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I get two attacks don't I? and my bonus uh, thing. Mm, yeah, bonus is step of the wind. Oh, my bonus is step of the wind. Is that my key point? That you you had to use that as a bonus action to dash. However, that works. Cool. In that case, I'm gonna <laughs> hit her twice with my fists. Please do. Oh. That's so annoying. <sighs> Two elevens. Two elevens do not hit. Uh, 
as you sort of land there, the kind of like smokiness (laughs) of um, wherever it is that she moves just means that it's harder to see exactly where she is. My eyes are watering. Yeah. (laughs) Like she's made this entire space obscured purposefully not to be hit. It is Gaius' turn. Oh! Ah! Uh, and he's going to um, uh, grab all of his chest, uh, their chest, push slightly away, and then thinking of a phrase, he'll say, um, just freeze like ice. Huh. This assassin's going to pay a price. And I'm yeah. going to cast a uh, hold person um, at uh, voice level. So they have to make, sorry, uh, second level, sorry. Um, so they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. I got a 17. Yeah, that saves. Um, so they don't get frozen. Mm-hmm. But I am going to then, like, grab my chest and then say, Jeez, this is such a great ordeal. Right now I really, really need to heal. And um, I will then roll, uh, do healing word on myself. Um, nice. And then with my last movement, um, so I rolled... That's 13 healing points, um, and I'm gonna just try like, sidestep around him again. So I like, if there's stairs, I'm at least in the way of him. Okay, cool. But I am very close. I am right next to him, so it's like I am like right against him. Yeah. I mean, and actually, the the way you've landed, there's not a huge amount of space in this tower. You're not entirely sure what this tower is used for, but it's clearly some kind of like lookout point rather than any other functional purpose. But yeah, I realise I haven't described him. He's dressed in a very similar way to the other the other attacker sort of yeah hooded mask uh, sort of cloth mask across his face um he's got very pale skin though and sort of deep brown eyes from the way that the hood is hanging over his ears though uh, especially for gaius you do get the impression that he is elven in some way you just kind of get a beat on like oh is there another elf but it is enkidu's turn cool how far away am i now you're 140 feet I'm still going to fly um, full 60 feet mm-hmm. as close as I can to get there. 140 feet, so now I'm 70 feet away. 80 feet away. 80 feet away. Uh, Shit. Next to Orin, like, squirming in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... Two shots of Eldritch Blast if I can see him. Yeah, you can see through the window. Yeah, here we go. Is it? One is a miss. Uh, actually, 12. 12 does not hit, unfortunately. Yeah, I think so. And the other one was 20. Five. 25 hits, 25 hits. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the first one sort of flies through the window, like collides with the stonework in the centre of this tower. Uh, just enough whilst Gaius is like ducking out of the way. And maybe with a small push from Gaius, like the the guy basically ends up in the in the fiery line for the second shot. Yeah, cool. <sighs> Four points of force damage. Four. Pitter. Cool, cool, cool. So it uh, is then... Juna's turn. Um, so she's firstly going to say to the group of nobles, does anyone need healing? No, we're fine. We just need to leave, uh, says Prevos. Where are you going? If you're with Kasula, then come with us. Uh, through there, we have a carriage out the back. Uh, I, I need to wait for my friends, but I think we would like to find Kasula again. Well, we can't think about that right now. You can either come with us or, or not. And like they keep like sort of hurrying along. She says, not. See you later. And um, uh, runs <laughs> after Gwen. Nice. Can I see her in the smoke or like? Yeah, you can see or like because you know where the assassin was, the smoky assassin. Like you, you kind of like jump around the people and start heading toward that alleyway. But yeah, 
Unless you make a dash as, a, uh, as an action, you probably won't make it. Sorry, so the hooded figure is Gwen engaged with the hooded figure? Yeah. And if I move without dashing, which is 25 feet, how close am I to them? You're probably only about 25, 30 feet away from them. The trouble is just all of the people in the way. Oh, so there's lots of people between me and where this person is. Yeah. So if I make a, a ranged attack at her, I'm in danger of getting someone else. Yeah. And the guard are also <laughs> moving in to like toward the center of the crowd, trying to like find exactly where it is the danger is coming from. In that case, I'm just going to dash and get as near as I can. Yeah, I'll say you can get right up to next to both of them. Hang on. I could make my spell a bonus action again, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> what do I have that's not ranged? Let's use Shocking Grasp, because why not? Go for it. So, Juna is going to Shocking Grasp the hooded figure, and that is for a... 19? 19 hits. Great. That is... 10 damage. 10 damage. Lightning damage. Oh, nice. Amazing. Yeah, so as um, as they're kind of like dodging out of the way of, of Gwendolyn's fists and, and attacks, you come in and just sort of slap them upside the back uh, with a with a shocking <laughs> She just literally just is like, that! And like where <laughs> the hand reaches near. It's crappy. <laughs> and yeah, you just see them like sort of recoil from the, from the electricity that's suddenly flowing through them. Orion, it's your turn. Yo, okay, I'm going to use my flying movement to move 60 feet closer, so I think I'm... About 20 mouth? feet away. 20 feet away. Yeah. And then this person in the mask. How they looking? They're looking healthy. They're looking healthy. They've only been hit once with uh, with the Eldritch Blast. Yeah, let's scorching ray them to see how they feel about that, I reckon. Um, so Orin pulling out his blowtorch, tunes it up. Well, upside down in the air to let out three uh, blasts of fire from it. Uh, yes. So I will roll three separate attacks. Uh, oh, guys, one of those is a natural one. Uh, the second one is a 17. Oh, no, sorry. The second was a 16 and the third is a 17. Uh, 16 and 17 hit. Yeah. So that is 2d6 for each of them. 15 points of fire damage, please, to the masked elfy kind of character. Absolutely. So, yeah, again, with sort of Gaius between him and the stairs and, like, all of these attacks coming through the window, like, you're just seeing, like, his back suddenly get singed, Gaius. And and you're quite lucky that, like, because he's in the way, you're not getting hit at all. (laughs) But it is then their turn. So, down in in the courtyard, they are going to... Uh, between between Carhilda and Juna. First of all, just giggle again, even having been oh, shocked. Fuck them. Then start muttering a few words and just grab the hilt of a sword at their waist. And as they pull it up, Ooh. a sphere of darkness envelops all three of you. Oh my gosh. And you can't see anything, even with the dark vision that you've got. It is magical darkness. Boof. But then, very interestingly, that darkness vanishes because it appears further down the alleyway with them having teleported, leaving only smoke where in front of you. It's a very strange moment. Teleporting characters are just so annoying. (laughs) You have not played Final Fantasy Tactics. (laughs) (laughs) Every time a boss character shows up and you kill him, they're like, ugh. 
next time. Yeah. And then and they <laughs> teleport. And you're like, no, there's interesting things to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So this sphere of darkness just goes running off down a cor- uh, around a corner down the other end of the alleyway. <laughs> um, up in the tower, the archer pulls two loads of arrows. He's trying to make a decision which direction he's going to be heading. <laughs> I am really close to him. Uh, you are very close to him, and you are currently blocking his exit route. So I, I'm really close to him to the point where, like, you know, for him to like draw back an arrow. He's a ranged expert, so being within five feet doesn't impose disadvantage on ranged attacks. Yeah. And he pulls back. Yeah, he's deciding, do I attack the two people flying outside? Do I try to escape? And he is going to shoot you, Gaius. Yeah, he is. He's going to escape, yeah. Um, So first of all, the first attack... Come on. He is going to sharpshoot to this, mm. give himself minus five penalty to add plus ten damage. Whoa. He's cocky. He doesn't like me. He's a cocky guy. Um, so that is a 19. Oh, no. Minus five. 14 to hit. Oh, Lord, that saves. That, that, <sighs> that was my old AC. And then I got Good thing to, you got armor. I got that to the leather armor in, um, in, in last place. So thank nice. God I got uh, Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Can it go into me and then go? And I'm just like, ah! And then I realise I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it does the thing where it just passes like in the gap under your arm, and you're like, oh my god, it's gonna get. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, but he's gonna do the same thing with the second attack, and the second one is a 29. That hits. Oh, minus five is 24. Oh, just hits. <laughs> Abracolad. That is Abra- you want to join our adventuring party? We could really do with someone like you. And he is going to make it uh, enfeebling again. So that is 17, a total of 24 damage from the one shot. Okay. Excuse me? Yes. And can you make a constitution saving throw again? <laughs> 14. 14 does not succeed. So uh, your weapon damage is halved until the start of his next turn. Ha! Joke's on you, mate. My weapon's are loot. <laughs> but I do have a crossbow that I cannot use. And then, as a bonus action, he is Oh, that's what he's going to use his bonus action for. A curving shot. So that first arrow that missed as a bonus action, what? he just, like, whistles slightly, and it heads out of another window. What? Circles the tower. And, Orin, I'm going to make the attack against you. What? This guy. Oh my God. Oh no. Has he got blue skin? Has he got? And that like, was that oh. was a natural twenty. Oh my gosh! Oh, this yeah. guy needs to go down. Oh, was that hit? Oh my god! Look up the arcane archer. There is a. Oh. There are some juicy. If you get it right, if you get the build just right, oh. this is juicy fun. Um, so, 14, 19 piercing damage. Oh my gosh! Oh, ouch! That's a lot of damage. Ow. <laughs> then you've completely blocked the, the, the exit, Gaius, so he can't do anything beyond wait for people to come and hit him. So it is then all back down in the courtyard. The nobles, you see them carry Kasula out back into that uh, the warehouse that they'd all sort of arrived from um, and head out that way. Gwendolyn, what are you doing? I am running. Okay, if I run after the um, hooded figure with my full movement, are they? is this dark sphere in my vision? Yeah, so they've teleported about 30 feet and then run another 30. Uh, have they run 30? No, sorry, they've run 35. So you can, with just your normal movement, your normal movement's like 
40 at the moment, right? 45. 45. So, yeah, you'd get past the point that they teleported and you could see them sort of further down the street. I say them, you can see a a ball of darkness running down the street. Uh, The best disguise, is it? No. It's like a ball of darkness. Ah, there they are. And you can see... You can see, like, <laughs> hilariously, like, the people that were just in the street that, are, like, have seen this, like, ball that's, that's completely filled the street, like, rush towards them and then just rush past them. They're very confused. Okay, so there are people that are ending up getting in it. Yeah. By accident. Okay, then I'm not just going to throw some darts into it. <laughs> uh, I was thinking. Uh, right, spending another key point, step of the winding, and trying to grab whoever I can inside this. So I'm trying to, using my action <laughs> to try and grapple, um, yeah, make a make your attack roll. Okay. Um, I can like try to grapple twice because I can. Um, oh, I just realised earlier I rolled a d12 instead of a d20. Oh, what a <laughs> dickhead! Um, so yeah, make make what the attack. D- <laughs> um, it would be a disadvantage, obviously, because you can't see them. But because I get normally get two attacks, hmm. could it be just a straight roll? No, you can make two attacks at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> so does my grapple kind of count as an attack? Yeah, yeah it's, it only counts as one of the attacks. Yeah. All right. Okay. So if you grab them with the first, then I, okay. Um, okay, so that's three on the dice. So it's not going to. Let's see if I can catch them in the next one. Oh, and the other one's a natural one. <laughs> so we'll say we'll say with the first one, like you dive into the darkness completely blind. Um, <laughs> You don't feel anyone, and then suddenly something brushes past you, and you, like, pin them to the ground. <laughs> but the darkness then retreats from where you are, and you just see, like, a small kid. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. You're not hurt them, but they're just very shocked. Okay, she, in- like, she instantly lets them go and kind of... Yeah. Amazing. Oh, Gaius, it's your turn. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's the layout of this room that I'm in at the moment, just to check? Like, is it made of wood? Is it made of brick? So I'm imagining that it's a kind of like brick tower. This is kind of almost like a seated viewing space. Not a lot up here. A couple of stools. I say viewing space. It's kind of being used a lot for storage. So it's wooden stools around. And there is a banister and stone stairway behind you. And he's clearly trying to go for the stairway, but you're in the way. Okay. Um, the stoneware. The stoneware. Stoneware? Mm. That's not a word. That word? Stone? Yeah, sure. The walls. Yeah. That. Um, <laughs> those things. Basically, what I want to do is I want to... Um... God, I'm going to regret this. Oh, do I do it? Hang on. I'm just looking up a spell. Is this going to hurt me as much as it hurts him? <laughs> Ten foot... I mean, how, I'm, what's, what's the radius of this room? Sorry. Uh, probably about 15 foot altogether. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> all right, screw it, why not? Firstly, um, he is going to uh, sing, um, I am hurting, I am reeling, but every time you hit me, I'm gonna sing for some healing. And I'm gonna <laughs> heal myself. Healing words at third level, and that's gonna get me 13 again. Um, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm going to dive into the corner, curl up into a little ball with my arm outreached, and I am going to hit that that point in the back of my throat so a high-pitched ring comes out, and I am going to cast Shatter on the stonework just above the uh, staircase. Ooh. Ooh. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, obviously it's just stonework. I don't. I'm assuming it doesn't have to make a a dexterity check or whatever it is that it makes. It didn't when he did that in the uh, underground river. No, exactly. <laughs> so I think I think just roll your damage for it, and we'll see how damaged the the ceiling part gets. Okay. Is that bonus damage for non-organic material? Mm, I think it I think was. It's, I think it like it it has to oh, has disadvantage. Yeah, it's like yeah, constructs have disadvantage. Yeah. I say obviously it's it's just a ceiling, so it's not necessarily. <laughs> Moving out the way. Ooh. Don't use that on me. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> Let's not accidentally shatter Rankidu. <laughs> that's good. That's 20 points of damage. Ooh, nice. Ooh, um, so, yeah, the ceiling starts crumbling, and whilst it's not... The whole thing doesn't, like, buckle and cave in, like, a big old chunk of it suddenly, like, falls down. You kind of crack one of the, the timbers. So the support goes in that section of the roof, and not only are like sort of bricks and dust falling down at the top of the stairs here but there's also you're also falling like there are some tiles from the very top of this tower like falling through the hole that you've just made cool how much has that obstructed the doorway of the staircase um it has made it hasn't obstructed it completely but it has made it very difficult to get through cool i'll say okay yeah i'll basically have to focus on getting through it to to climb past cool and if, as he looks back in shock i'll just change that hand out into the middle finger <laughs> nice. <laughs> like cower in the corner. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. It's nearly our second birthday. The 2nd of August 2022 will mark two years of No Small Roles causing havoc in your ear holes. And what an adventure it's been! We'll be taking a look back at the journey so far with some handy recaps of the first four story arcs. So if you've been gently and persistently encouraging friends, family and strangers to give us a listen, but they've found the idea of listening to 55 episodes a little daunting, then this is their chance to get stuck in. It'll also be the perfect refresher for any of you long-standing crumpets as well. Recording the recaps also gave us a chance to have a play with some new recording equipment that will allow us to start recording in the same room together when schedules allow. It's something we've wanted to have the setup to do for a while now, and it would not have been possible without the support of our wonderful patrons. A heartfelt thank you to you all. Talking of Patreon, I have some shout-outs to do. Big love and big roles to our most recent patrons, Damiana Vance and Katie. Thank you for being absolutely awesome and for supporting the continuation of No Small Roles. To see what extra fabulous content we have available, head over to www.patreon.com forward slash no small roles. You'll also find a link to our Patreon in the show notes, as well as a link to our Discord chat, ticket links for shows the No Small Roles cast are currently in, and links to places where you can review us. So if you're yet to drop us a review, why not do it as a birthday gift? It means the world to us and really helps the podcast to grow. And oh look, a review! Many thanks to Finnick Argento, who recently gave us a delightful write-up on iTunes. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the action. It is then Enkidu's turn. Um, I'm still like 140. You were 80 feet away. 80 feet, 80 feet, 80 feet. I can fly to get within 20 feet of him. Mm-hmm. And finally, in range, Hexblade's Cursed. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Oh yes. my gosh. Um, they are cursed. 
Uh, so I get a plus three to my damage rolls if I hit them. Uh, but I can also crit an unnatural 19. Nice. Uh, two shots of Eldritch Blast. Let's go. It's blast. These are both terrible. Oh, um, no. Both rolled natural sixes, so that's a 12. No. The shots basically hit where he was standing, but with, with the sort of falling rubble from just above him, the way he's kind of like ducking and moving to get out of the way of that. Yeah. Like these Eldritch Blasts just come through the smoke and, and miss him completely. Yeah, that that was that was it. Oh. Juna, it's your turn. How far away is the darkness from me, please? It had teleported 30 and then run 35 around a corner. So from where you're currently stood, you can't see it at all. But I've seen what direction it's gone in, right? Yep, and you can see the direction that, that Gwendolyn's running as well. Okay, in that case, I think what I'm going to have to do is cast fly and fly after it nice so yeah if i fly 60 feet can like towards it can i see where it is uh yeah are you flying via the street or are you flying up or uh sort of yeah i imagine like down like down the street but in the air Mm -hmm. okay um so yeah you get basically around the corner um and you can see it further down the street running away (laughs) you can also see gwendolyn pinning a small child to the ground (laughs) (laughs) how far away is it from me there uh probably about another 15 feet and how big is the darkness? 30 feet. It's a 15 foot radius. 15 sphere. foot radius. And are there lots of people nearby? Like if I do a ranged attack, am I in danger of hitting someone? You are in danger of hitting somebody. It, yeah, it's a sort of normal working street. I th- and is the street... Sorry, all the questions. That's all right. And is the street, like, the direction they're running in, does it look like if I overtake them? <laughs> like, it does, can I see where I think they're going to end up um, running? It's hard to tell. Whilst this does look to be a slightly wider, slightly more main street, there are a lot of side roads coming off of it, every other building. So even if you were to overtake them and plant yourself, you can imagine that they would just take a side road quite easily. In that case, I'm going to get near them, but not so near that if I... Like, not next to them, but, like, five foot away from them, next to them on the street. So I'm going to use my action. Oh, no, I've done my action already. That's the thing. You cast fly and then travel. Oh, wreck on all of that. I'm just going to fly to where I am. And... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. Have you got any bonus actions you want to... I can, I can spend more sorcery points. Hmm. I'm do it. really burning through them. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Two more sorcery points. Gotta spend money to make money. <laughs> so because you cast fly, you can then only cast a cantrip as well. That's okay. <laughs> I know what I'm going to cast. It's kind of the only thing I can cast, but I think it will be fun. I'm going to cast Word of Radiance. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and I'm going to shout after them, Teleporters suck! <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Can I just quickly (gasps) check? I just rolled. Can I still count it because it's a natural 20? (laughs) Can I just check the wording of the spell? Does it say a target that you can see? Oh. That you can see. Sorry. So you shout. If Juna knew that, she wouldn't have bloody done it in the first place. I was tricked. I'll let you know. I'll, I will let you. <laughs> I want my money. I will. I will let you retcon that so that you just shout teleporters suck and it's not a spell. Their feelings are slightly hurt. Save them sorcery points. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, and it was a natural twenty. And it was a natural twenty. Yeah. That's it's because of the natural twenty that you're saving the sorcery yeah. points. Yeah, Juna. Juna would have known that. It's yeah, been a long exactly. time since I've used Word of Radiance. Thank you. 
That's all right. So, Orin, it's your turn. Yeah, quick question. Mm. Is this person wearing any metal armor or holding anything metal? Just add a minute. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, which? <laughs> well, their arrows have got metal heads. Uh-huh. There are belt buckles and things around them. They're not like wearing a, a large breastplate or anything like that, but there are pieces of metal around them that you can see. They don't have like a sword at their side or something. No, they no. don't. Mm, I'm being indecisive. Okay, this the the room that they're in because I'm like ten, ten. No, I'm twenty feet away outside. Hmm. What's the sort of setup within the room? Can I see from outside where I am? Uh, yeah, not a huge amount. It's it's not that wide a space, uh, but it is filled with uh, stools and like a storage stuff, basically. Uh, from where you are in the air, you can see that the tower leads down into one of the warehouses. So you get the impression that this is, yeah, like I say, some kind of viewing platform or maybe some kind of like calling platform to say like, you know, end of day or your shift started, get a move on, those that kind of thing. Yeah. And can I fly in through like the window or something? Yeah, the window is wide enough for you to get in. Okay, I'm going to fly into the room, please. Nice. Can I fly over to sort of stand in front of what looks like now a pretty blocked doorway or or stairwell? Yeah, um, if you want to move into his space, yeah. I'm imagining Gaius... Mmm, actually, would you? I'm imagining Gaius has jumped out of the way, cast his spell, so the space he was in is what's blocked. Which, okay. which actually means that, no, you can't get between him and the door. I can't get between him and the door. Okay, that does change things. And does it look like he can get out the door still, potentially? It, it looks like it would take an effort to climb through, but it's not impossible. Okay. Oh. Get it. Okay, I will just... <laughs> so I'll, I'll run into the room and I will... I am just going to reach out and let's just try and grab him with my shocking grasp gloves then. Do it. Yeah. Natural 18 for a 27. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, sick. that gets him. That's an 8 plus 4, so that is 12 points of uh, electrical damage to him. And he cannot take reactions. Cool. Um, and yeah, again, he sort of takes the shock. He doesn't giggle like the other person. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because it's annoying. He seems a lot less happy about it. And I will just stay as close as I can to block him trying to climb out as much as I can physically within the space. That's me done. Mm-hmm. It is then their turn. So, the ball of darkness uh, runs around another corner. Of course they do. They dart around another corner. You hear some shouts of people further off, so you get the impression that you kind of get a sense of where it is that they're headed. Um, but then there is another like sudden sound from another group of people probably about 30 feet off in a different direction where you can only assume they've run around a corner and teleported somewhere else. Ah. The fuck are the security guards doing at this time? Yeah. Where are the guards? There's like fucking 30 of them. They got very confused and there is an entire courtyard of people that they're, you know, also probably running around at the same time. Um, But yeah, you hear, you you do get a rough idea of where they're headed, where they are, just from the sounds of people (laughs) in the city, but you can't see them at the moment. The archer up in the tower. What are they gonna do? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) They're just gonna have a little rest this time. Yeah. Um, What they are going to do, but the hands would say, I give up. (laughs) I give up, sorry. (laughs) Is take a look at the people 
in the room. Take a look at the blocked door. Take a look at the window. And just run past you, Orin, foot on the windowsill, and leap out of the window. Sail! Um, as they go, they're going to do one of those swish Hawkeye, like, turn and shoot some arrows. They're really cool. This guy deserves to get away, guys. Yeah, I mean, he is really cool. Fuck this guy. (laughs) (laughs) But he's cool. He is very cool. Um, Yeah, so he's going to turn, shoot an arrow, and the first one is at you. It goes toward you, Enkidu, Mm -hmm. in the air, because he's seen you as he's, like, leapt out of the window. Oh, God, another flying person. Let me shoot them. Um, So that was a 30 to hit. Excuse me? Excuse yeah. me. Is that a natural or unnatural thirty? Just so that was, that was unnatural thirty. Thirty. Yeah. You're rolling a d thirty, David. What's going on? No, fucking thirty. But he rolled a nineteen. He had plus eleven. Oh, oh my gosh! Wow. I, I, I told you he does one thing good. I think that hits just just about. I, I, I was genuinely like, how did he take that? How did he how make that shot from a far off tower? And now I'm like, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, this guy yeah, is fair like play. Um, that was that's only nine points of piercing damage, and the other one is going to embed itself uh, above the window. And as he falls, yeah. it suddenly turns into a much longer rope, and he swings right the way around the tower, like circling oh. it, and like disappears into a window. Oh, oh this guy! That is cool. Gwendolyn, it's your turn. Okay, so from the sounds and the screams, I am running in that direction. My full movement of 45. Does the sphere come into my eyeline? Uh, 45, just, just, just about. It, like, sort of, you edge around a corner, look toward where you've heard these shouts, uh, and you can see the sphere of darkness turning down a different alleyway. How crowded is it still? It's a little bit quieter in this space. Uh, but still pretty crowded. Okay, right. Uh, bonus action, uh, action uh, spending the key point, step of the wind in, getting in mm-hmm. there, and punching and hoping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you do. You rush down. Episode name there. <laughs> <laughs> punching and hoping. Uh, dart around the alleyway and sort of just get to the edge of the, uh, of the sphere of darkness. Okay. All right. I'm rolling at disadvantage, yeah? Mm-hmm. Boom, I just rolled two 16s. That's more like it. Ooh. Take uh, that. Oh. So that is a 22 to hit. Mm. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Ah, that's nine points of damage. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, I got a bit excited. I rolled a six on a six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for another. Oh, well, that's a three and a natural one. So don't, don't hit the second one. No. At least I did something. Oh, some- another natural one. Yeah, natural one, Soz. A disadvantage. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard. You don't get baby David like that. <laughs> no, you do hear another whelp from somebody oh. else who's clearly caught. Oh, oh. no. Um, I'm going to get in trouble and- for, like, attacking children. Not, this one wasn't a child, okay. you get the impression. Like, it felt more like a chest punch. So it was clearly someone of a similar height to you. <laughs> okay. But it was definitely like, uh, and then you feel like a crumple on the ground. Oh, no. A teacher's Sorry. nearby as well. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to get detention. <laughs> it is Gaius's turn. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming Enkidu. I don't, I think, I, don't, I haven't got eyes on, like, Enkidu, so I'm just, just going to run. I'm 20 feet away from the window. Yeah, mm. yeah, but I'm, like, hunched in, like, a corner somewhere, so I don't initially uh. know what's going on outside. All I know is he's flown out the window, and like as I get up and look outside the window, my mouth drops. 
and I will then frantically run over to the rubble and start moving things as best I can. Yeah, it will take basically your action to clear a better path for anybody to get through. Okay, I will do that. I will use my action to move it, and then I will proceed to run down the stairs, and I will uh, cast healing word on myself one more time at second level, um, which is going to be a 10 points of healing. Okay, so I'm not bad but I'm okay. I'm like middle ground I'm okay so I'm just mm. I'm just using my last like uh, uh, 15 feet of movement to like get start down the stairs nice and even as you're sort of like running down this circular tower you don't see him yet you don't know how far he's gone down or, or what's happened to him but you as you're running downstairs you can't you haven't seen him okay it is Enkidu sir how far down did he drop out the window? Uh, probably dropped about 40 feet um, and swung around the tower a little bit. So he's come through a window slightly on the opposite side. Um, I'm just going to fly down in that direction and around where I saw him disappear to see what I can see. Nice. Yeah, I'll say that you can see like a smashed window that he's clearly like come in from, but from the angle, you can't see him. Um, I'll go through anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was, from where I was, it was 40 feet around to go down. Yeah. Pop around the corner, probably yeah. use the extra the rest of it to get into the building through where he entered. So yeah, you basically get yourself to the windowsill, head in into the tower itself. Um, and from there, you can see him. Oh, fuck. Running down the stairs. Running down the stairs. Yeah. I can hit him or reach him with my movement. Um, no, I'm going to use my action to dash to catch up to him. Cool. Because I don't trust my dice rolls. So yeah, <laughs> I, I will, like, extra 60 feet, I'll just blast down the stairs almost colliding with him as like you're both like running rushing down the stairs you yeah. like <laughs> head first flying into his back <laughs> yeah um, amazing it's uh, Juna's turn Juna is gonna fly after the sound of where she thinks the darkness has gone to amazing up and over again or via the streets I think up and over this time so she kind of can almost like see what's going on a bit like a map yeah, and yeah, as, you, as soon as you like sort of launch yourself up above uh, the nearest warehouse, yeah, you start seeing like this little black dot <laughs> running along <laughs> the street. And yeah, you just catch a glimpse of like Gwendolyn diving into it. Uh, she's dived into the... Into the darkness, yeah. Uh, how much movement do I have left? I'll say you've got another 20 feet of flying if you want to get a bit closer, um, but you'd still probably be around sort of 40 feet away from them. Am I ever going to get close enough to do anything? Um, So I can't get near enough without using my dash action, basically, can I? No. I'm going to get as near as I can. Cool. Start dashing over that way. Yeah. With a a dash, you can reach the the darkness. Then I will reach the darkness. Yeah, I think that's all I can do. Nice. It is then Orin's turn. Cool. Uh, I'm going to fly out the window. Uh, Nice. After him, if I may... And I'm assuming there's some sort of like rope for me to follow all the way down to where he's gone. No, interestingly, no rope. Okay. Can I just fly in the direction that I saw him swinging out? Or make an intelligence check. Not as an action or bonus action or anything, just a straight intelligence check. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Basically, see if Oren can do the calculations of where. Natural 20. Of course he can. Abracalab. For a 25. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, if he was jumping at this angle and the rope was swinging at this angle, that means he's travelled this direction. So, yeah, you 100% know where he's gone. (laughs) 
So yeah, you can fly down the tower again and see the smash window. Okay, so I fly down, what, it was about 40 feet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 40 feet down. Uh, so 40 feet flying into there. Do I then see him or do I need to fly inside? You have to fly inside, but what you can see is Enkidu flying towards somebody. So Enkidu is mostly what you can see in the stairway. I will fly my final 20 feet. I say, yeah, you're about 10 feet off of where Enkidu is. Cool, cool, cool. So I can't see him. It's like he's like three quarters cover because Enkidu is in the way. So any ranged attack would be a disadvantage. Okay, got ya. But you can just about see him. I can just about see him. And how far away is he? Just to double check. Uh, about 15 feet from him. Nice. I am going to take a leaf out of Guy's book and see if I can shatter the area that he is in to see if I can bring some masonry down on him, but also just hurt him. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> yeah, are you doing it in front of... Assuming, uh, in, yeah, in front, front of, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. like, in front of him, it's a 10-foot radius, so a big old ball of shattering, including him, but pointed just a little bit in front of him. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, again, the tower does not need to make a save, so just roll your damage. <laughs> um, he will need to make a save. Oh, yeah. DC 16. That is uh, only a 9. That's a fail. For dex. Uh, oh, it's a con. It's a oh, con. Oh, con. Oh, then it's only a 5. That is 18 points of thunder damage to him and to the stone around him nice yeah the um the the stairwell directly above him crumbles down onto the stairs that you're on the walls suddenly like the way they're reverberating there are cracks spiraling along both uh the outside wall but also the supporting beam in the center of this tower okay (laughs) and yeah the path is very definitely blocked very quickly you get the impression that this tower can't take much more without some serious structural (laughs) disaster happening. No more shatters. I mean, feel free, but get out of there first. And then Orion will dish out Linkidu. (laughs) Grab him! And also, Gaius is above you. Yep. You know. Um, Orion spends the rest of his bonus action trying to work out how strong the tower looks. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. In which case, uh, it's their turn. Gwendolyn, as you're in the darkness, suddenly... Um, it drops. Oh, yay! <laughs> and for a brief moment, you see her before she like looks at you, looks at like the dungaree-clad labourer that you've just punched in the chest, who's like on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Smiles like sort of you can see just through their eyes, like the the glee that that caused. The smoke just kind of like shimmers over them, and they turn invisible. Oh, oh. no! That's even more annoying than teleporting. <laughs> So whilst the other one is good at uh, archery, this one is it's just the good at being annoying. I hate Evasion. Her. Yeah, me too. Oh, my. Giggles. Old giggles over here. going to feel my punches again eventually, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're not entirely sure where they've gone without a uh, like some kind of perception check to like see if they're running through puddles or anything like that. Yeah. You can't tell where they've run. The archer is just kind of stuck where they are so they turn around they pull two arrows they can only see Enkidu so they're going to bonus action aim first of all so their speed has dropped to zero and they've gained advantage on the attack roll (gasps) just the first one damn you Tasha's cauldron of everything (laughs) so tasty Some, some juicy things in there so a 24 all together uh, uh, to hit you. 24, you say? Mm, actually, and they're going to minus five that. So it's uh, only a 19. I'm going to reaction shield. Nice. So my AC is 23. Nice. nice. Good shout. So yeah, that first shot 
you get the impression that if you hadn't shielded, that would have been like an artery in the next shot. Like, <laughs> even at this close range, like they've just gotten the arrow up and like pulled it back enough. The second shot though, they are seeing you and Orin in a direct line behind them. They are just going to release the shot and it, as even as you, it releases, it kind of turns ethereal and just passes through both of you. Huh? Can you both make uh, dexterity saving throws, please? <sighs> Every single dice keeps rolling the same number. Natural 20. Oh, Yay! Very nice. Okay. Um, and Kitty, what did you roll before David says anything? What did you roll? Yeah, nine total. Nine total. Flash a genius, please, on him to put it up to a 14. Nice. Nice. Which takes the form of him saying, Duck! (laughs) (laughs) I have a genius solution for this. (laughs) Just saves, just saves. 14 saves. 14 just saves, yeah. Oh, Oh, gosh, thank you so much. Oh, that's friendship. (laughs) Um, So that's nine points of piercing damage each on the save. And, but he's used his bonus action. He's used his uh, both of his attacks. Um, so he is just going to hold where he is and just wait and look a bit panicked. <laughs> Gwendolyn, it's your turn. <sighs> can I do a perception check to see if I can vaguely work out how? Mm-hmm. I will let you have that as a bonus action. Okay, that's kind of you. Natural one. Oh. Yeah, you oh. don't know. Got. Terrible rolls today, guys. Two total. Two, two total. <laughs> yeah, I'll say with the um, as you're kind of like trying to get a beat, you just feel like a punch to your knee from the guy on the floor. Oh, just like oh, oh. so you take like one point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. What's going? What? What was that about? There was an attack on Time and Brevos, and Gwendolyn starts running back in the direction she came in. She's given up. <laughs> and she's going to use her action to dash instead cause rather than spend a key point so yeah so she travels 80 no 90 feet back in the direction she's come from back toward the courtyard yeah Juna I've lost them I'm going to see where the lads are Juna says the Abrica lads you know it <laughs> yes. she's really frustrated like she's just like Ugh! she hates giggles <laughs> giggles I hear you Gwen <laughs> Um, Gaius, it's your turn. So, from your perspective, you've just cleared some rubble, and as you're starting down the stairs, there is a horrible, like, poof, and some of the stairway has crumbled in front of you. Oh. Oh, as in, like, I can't get down? Uh, you think that if you were to walk a bit further, perhaps those stairs would not hold you? Uh, there are cracks in the stonework. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck up here otherwise, so Guy is just going to, uh, 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 light-footed as he can, sprint down the stairs. <laughs> Think like thoughts. Can you make a dexterity saving throw? Think like thoughts. Think like thoughts. Think like a less. <gasps> yeah, running down that stairwell. That's a natural 16. Ooh, nice. Plus the 7, which makes it into a tasty 23. Woo, woo, woo. Very nice. I am Legolas. Um, Orin and Enkidu, can you make dexterity saving throws, please? Oh. What? Oh you dropped the staircase God. on us. Oh. <laughs> Oh, not bad, yes. not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, not good. And I've used my pleasure genius for the moment, so... Oh, no. That is a nine. 21. Uh, 21. Okay, cool. So, um, 
Gaius, you quite easily dart across, but even as you're, like, stepping on these stairs, you feel them give way beneath you, and, like, blah, 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 you get to, like, the next floor. Um, as you've reached that, though, you kind of see, realize that the stairs have fallen onto the stairs below. Um, oh, no. And, Kidi, you take 13 points of uh, bludgeoning damage. For the save! Orin, yeah, Orin, you take 26. Cool, Orin is unconscious underneath a collapsed stairwell. The stonework fell directly onto you. Cold. We're in trouble, guys. He is. We are in a lot of trouble. He's down. Wow. Dane is also. Said his name. Oh, 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 the archer um, <laughs> also also just succeeded I, I, like basically the way the way it's fallen it's hit Orin first and then pushed Enkidu and the archer like up uh, together towards the um, the already collapsed brick in front of has the archer taken damage they have taken damage yeah 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 13 points okay okie dokie but yeah guys then at that point you can see Orin on the floor what are you doing uh, well <laughs> Firstly, um, I will position myself by the window. Uh, well, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to run by the window and then um, play diddly diddly doo, diddly diddly doo, and then um, hopefully he will be healed um, with a bit of healing word. Um, that's my last third level spell, mm-hmm. and that is it's an eight. Thank you. Eight. Um, but then um, take it. It's better than death saves. And then I'm going to say, Dane. Prepare to feel some restraint, and then he is going to be like, Help. "You don't know his name, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know my name." Uh, yeah. <laughs> just looks like a Dane. It just looks like a Dane. Yeah. He's got a little Dane yeah. name badge on. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dane. I'll be assassinating you today. <laughs> Please be sure to write down some feedback. <laughs> he's not Dane Bowers. He's Dane Bowers. Oh. oh. Um, that's a that's a, a, a wisdom save. Uh, they've got to beat fourteen. It's, uh, it's only a thirteen. <gasps> oh wait, I'm gonna re-roll that. Why? I'm gonna use indomitable. <laughs> what is that? So it's actually a sixteen. Oh, uh, oh my god! Indomitable is a wonderful fighter feature, which means they can re-roll the failed saving throw. We all need to be fighters. Why aren't we all fighters? Why, Why aren't we all, all these stupid other classes? People think fighters are boring. Fighters have got some sick things. It's time to multi-class. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he does succeed, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, okay. But now he's locked in here with us guys. And hopefully he has no more ropes. He's locked in here with us and some of us are nearly dead. Yep. <laughs> Don't have a lot of health for that. Though. Locked in here with the guy who does like 40 damage. Uh, Enkidu, it's your turn. Oh my gosh, Simitar's out. End he, him. He has to, go, he has to him. go down. He has to Simitar go down. Simitar time. Um, first in Blade um, and Hexblade's curse still, so hopefully I can hit. We Let's also do. need him for Natural 19, so that's a crit. Why? Yeah. 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 Oh, my days. Baby. Okay. <laughs> that is nine and then plus three. So that's a 12 for the first strike. Nice. Second. Oh, no. I didn't double the damage. Please double the dice damage. So 10 from the dice. Mm-hmm. Plus four for charisma. And then plus three from the Hexblade's Curse. So 17. Very nice. Second attack if he's still up. He's still up. Oh, my God. 
Natural, natural 19 again. Hey. I shit you not. I shit yes. you not. Natural 19 again. So wow. that's another crit. We need that. We need that. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I was. I will say. I'm assuming just from Hexblade's curse, the extra damage will take him out. So it is up to you in this moment whether or not you are trying to kill him or just knock him. Corin has just said we need him alive. <laughs> I say, don't worry, guys. I got it. And I, I slash him across the back, and I kill him. But for flavor, this can be my action for next time in the initiative. I'm like, you might not like this, guys, but I've got this. And Inkidu's hand will turn scaly, <laughs> like his mage hand, and we'll get back to that next turn. <laughs> Amazing. Um... <laughs> Juna, what are you doing? I'm getting perception check where this dark thing has gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've rolled a six. But I am going to use magical guidance mm. uh, to re-roll it. Yeah, now you said indomitable. We've all got like our own like little special thing. Oh, because, yeah, because yeah. I'm a bard, I, I can, can add re- stuff. To I, yeah. can roll. I can roll stuff Just again too, baby. My David. name begins cool. with an O. I add eight. <laughs> oh, it was a four for I don't know, like six or eight or something. So yeah, I uh, don't see. From where you are in the sky, yeah, you can't see. You can see Gwendolyn running back. So the decision at this point is whether or not to fly back to the courtyard. I don't really know what else I can do. Yeah, I'm going to fly back after Gwendolyn. Cool. Oren. Oren is going to get up from underneath the masonry. Going to kind of like, yeah, uh, exit initiative at this point. Okay. Oh, great. Because, yeah, uh, Gwendolyn and Juno are heading back to the courtyard. And Kidu has started to do something. (laughs) Um, But Oren, what are you doing? Okay, Oren is going to run up, fly up towards the downed guy and go surely we want that we want him to be alive so we can find out who he is and what he's doing as he's pulling out his cure wounds bees stop and preparing to put them on okay yeah. and <laughs> technically can i hold an action <laughs> to use my cure wounds bees <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i don't like inkyda's heart <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you have the conversation first before... Sure. But then while Senkidu is charging this thing up, the, the Cure Wounds bees would technically go first. <gasps> what? No. Oh, yeah, it would. Oh, no. It's just in initiative order. So, um, yeah, Enkidu, what's your response? Um, oh. So the spell would have gone through and healed him, right? No, I'm not. I, I've said I'm holding the bees for your response. Oh, my response. Okay, okay. I'm getting them out of the pot. Okay. <laughs> um, you see Enkidu's, like revitalized a little bit he was looking a bit rougher wear mm. and the visible wounds on him seal up a little bit better Enkidu's mm-hmm. a- a- like hand will change the same colour as his mage hand it will go pale pink blue white scaly hand and say I can I can talk to him with this and you'll have no option but to obey me it's not something I like but someone who does something like this is not gonna bow or buckle under interrogation they're not gonna answer our questions but with this, this is a guarantee. I'm going to bring his spirit back and he can obey my commands and then I'll let him go. Hey there, just, well, 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 I'm in the room also. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how long does he have to be dead for you to do this? Oh, just like, as long as I've killed him. As long as I've killed him, it works. Cool. And Guy will do that Homer Simpson moving back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you might you might not want to look at this. Orin very reluctantly put the bees away. I'm, technically, I'm spending a spell slot because I prepared to spell, but I mm-hmm. will let it go. And 
Orin will sort of back away, very uncertain about this. Sorry, fellas. And he'll just plunge his hand into the guy's body and just pulls something out. Okay, Orin faints. (laughs) (laughs) Orin's on eight hit points, has been hit by a stairwell. I think Orin just... (laughs) <laughs> guy like grips the wall and is like on his toes like whoa whoa <laughs> um, David I'm using a cursed spectre as I pull this yeah. guy's soul from his dead body what <laughs> nice read out the feature for it when you slay a humanoid you can cause its spirit to rise as a spectre that gains plus three temp hit points roll initiative for the spectre which has its own turns it obeys your verbal commands gains a plus three bonus to its attack rolls and remains until the end of your next long rest. Nice. So there's a, a time limit for it. Yeah. So until I rest, which I technically don't have to acknowledge. <laughs> I would, yeah. Until we go to bed. Does it mention at all if the body is revived? No. It just says um, it's, it causes its spirit to rise as a spectre. Interesting. So as you um, perform this beautiful act, um... And this sort of spectral form of this same, like, masked hooded archer appears. Curiously, on his hand, not the spectre's hand, on the body's hand, a ring just starts glowing. Uh, And it spins up and up and up, sort of almost like pulling his hand up until suddenly it expands wider than his body, like this golden ring, this band, and then zaps shut again and the body is gone. Whoa! But... The spirit remains. Ooh. What the fuck is that? And that's where we're going to end the episode. Ah! Ah! Oh my Tasty! god! Oh my gosh! You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. You see Enkidu is like revitalized a little bit he was looking a bit rougher where some of the heels of wound uh, some of the wounds have healed <laughs> retcon <laughs> you see um ikiru regains a bit of vitality some of the heels uh, <laughs> fuck me i'm flying through the door excellent can't get that right retcon <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Uh, I throw my so, pen on the floor in confusion. Enkidu <laughs> regains some vitality. Mm. And the visible wounds on him seal up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. What about his heels, though? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the heels, bro. Um, and then... 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.